2: That's fucking delightful, Fucking delightful, fucking good combination playing, sliding balls into space,
1: good, excellent, the other one the fucking roll. Hello and welcome to the Roker of Four Player Ratings podcast in association with Sunderland Community Soup Kitchen. My name is Richard Spate and I'm joined today down the line from Ireland once again, we've got Michael Dunn, how are you Mike?
0: Rich, I am doing fantastic after that, <laughs> oh, great, great afternoons watching football. Probably one of the most comfortable matches I've watched all season, there, in fairness. So it was really enjoyable.
2: No, it was excellent, wasn't it? It was yeah. brilliant.
1: And how did you find it? And You were doing a watch along,
2: weren't you? Yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Um, it was a really good game to watch. You know, we were so good, you know, so professional. And it's just so nice at the end of a week where, you know, we've had a high after high after high that we haven't lost to Burton. You know, yeah. it was just a Sunderland thing, wasn't it? I was really nervous today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, for one of the first times this season, I was just really, really nervous about today's game. But, you know, fair credit to the lads, fair credit to Lee
1: Johnson. Fantastic performance all around. It was it was a great performance. And and let's quickly uh, go over some of the main talking points from the first half. As seems to be the way now. We got off to a, a great start, scoring on six minutes. It was a free kick, one down on the right-hand side by Aidan O'Brien. It was taken by Aidan McGeady, who squared it nonchalantly to Ledbetter who piled it into the corner of their goal from just outside the box and that was a result of our really early dominance I think there was a few other shots opportunities that we had through the first half in the end uh, on 31 minutes after a good bit of pressure leading up to it a goal from uh, Lyndon Gooch from just outside the box following a corner so that again two goals that had come from corners there and it was it was a really dominant first half wasn't it Mike?
0: Yeah, and we, we set up well. I mean, obviously we saw more of the high press that Lee Johnson wants from the team. Uh, it was kind of leading to a lot of mistakes from the, the Burton defence. We really got in the front foot early on. I think Ledbetter's goal kind of settled the nerves. As Lance said, I was a little bit nervous coming in today because our record against Burton in general isn't very strong. So, you know, typical Sunland would be after a good week to end it on a, on a low point. So it was good, as I said last week, to get to consistency. Um, I thought Lyndon Gooch was really good. Then the wing, he really put their left back, as it was Earl who got sent off under serious pressure. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good attacking performance from um, the front sheet in general. Uh, there was good movement between O'Brien and Wyke and McGeady. So, I mean, it was it was fantastic, really. It was really, really good.
1: Yeah, it was impressive, that that press, wasn't it? And, and, and what did you think of the, the shape? He obviously tweaked it a bit, given the, the injuries that we've had, given the fact that Bailey Wright wasn't available. Today, Cal Matfaden, I think, was still recovering from maybe a little bit of concussion from the other night as well. So, and what did you think of the the formation and, and the lineup? You know what? Um, when I
2: saw the team, I, I was slightly worried. I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest. So, I just wanted it to be, you know, just to attack and go for them. Mm-hmm. But you know, listen, to, look, we've had three games in a week where you know we've we've had to you know press really really high. You know, we've had to put a lot of energy in, and maybe it was just Lee Johnson. Wanna kind of give it keep it a little bit more tight. Mm-hmm. Um I think that was certainly with with Lebbitter coming in. Maybe to protect Vaughan's by playing well, I thought originally it was gonna be a back three, but it changed it was a four, wasn't it? Um but mm-hmm. maybe to protect you know, the likes of Vogens, the likes of, you know, Gooch maybe. Now the shape, as soon as it started, I thought it was it was fantastic. You know, I mean our two midfielders quickly won the midfield battle, mm-hmm. which was great to see. You know, Gooch and McGeady out wide were causing all sorts of trouble. O'Brien's movement today, especially in the first half. Was what we want to see from him, you know he drew the free kick for the goal it was very, very good, and I thought the back line led by Dion Sanderson
1: were fantastic. you know that all four of them at the back were brilliant today yeah i thought I thought it was a a great performance by Power and lead but Power mm-hmm. in particular i thought had a had a fantastic game, and i 'm glad you mentioned Aidan O 'Brien as well because I think all across the pitch he he worked really hard and he was neat he did and he he did what he needed to and and I think was one of the standout performers today. I know we'll go go into player ratings uh, later, but we went in 2-0 up at half-time. I think everyone was very pleased with that. It was exactly the kind of first half we wanted to see. Second half, I thought they came out all guns blazing, really. Burton, they they seemed to come back into it quite quickly, didn't they, Mike?
0: Yeah, they they started really well, and... I think Lee Burge made a really good save. Johnny Smith took the shot, Mm. uh, came down Vulcan's wing. And I think actually after the red card that Burton got, they actually improved after that as well. Yeah, Um, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's hard to keep up that intensity for the whole game, the way we're playing first half. Uh, But then we made a couple of changes, you know, things get a little bit more scrappy. But Burton certainly came back in to get a few chances. They put us under more pressure. But to be fair, they probably couldn't get any worse as they were in the first half. So they probably got a a rollick in a half time from Hasselbank.
1: Yeah, it was a marked improvement in their performance, definitely. And like Mike said there, Ant, there, was, there was quite a lot of changes throughout the game in terms of substitutions. They made three on 61, then we made three on 65. Obviously, that was adjusting to the fact that they'd gone down to 10 men. Let, let's take that incident, actually, the the, the fight. <laughs> Let, let's go into that, actually. Was it a fight? Let's not, let's not skip over. Well, it was kind of half a fight, wasn't it? So we had, um, on 54 minutes, Aidan O'Brien getting in a little bit of handbags with, was it Cooper their centre-back? Yeah, it was uh, Cooper to begin with, yeah. And then, for some reason, the lad who brought down O'Brien in the first half to give away the free kick that led to the first goal, comes running over and shoves O'Brien over the <laughs> um, over the advertising holdings. I'm sure um, O'Brien went over the advertising holdings because he'd probably worked out that he'd, he'd got this lad uh, sent off. But what an idiot to get involved, wasn't he? It was
2: absolutely stupid. I mean, to be honest, it's a straight red. If you look at it back, he grabs a hold of mm. O'Brien by the neck, literally tries to do I mean, he, <laughs> I think O'Brien does kind of, you know, like a, a really tired horse. At the end of a of the Grand National, tries to get over the fence and just falls. It wasn't <laughs> the greatest affair, you know. He did he kind of he kind of stumbled backwards over it, but it was just meaningless. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can understand why O'Brien was upset because Cooper had barged him down when the ball had gone mm-hmm. out, and they were doing that. They did it to Sanderson in the first half as well, and Sanderson got involved in a little bit of argy bargy with one of their strikers. But yeah, it was just completely meaningless. It was. I don't understand what Earl was doing. I think. Earl just fancied himself an early bath because Gooch had torn yeah. him, tore him a new one for sixty odd minutes, and then mm. thought, "Oh, so I'm going to get sent off." It was, it was absolutely, it was just stupid. But as
1: Mike said, though, Burton were a lot better once he well, actually left the pitch. Yeah, I mean, so it was strange. It was, it wasn't long after. It was only five minutes after that they managed to hit both posts. Yeah, and
2: that was a terrible miss, though that second uh, one, Rich, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: oh yeah, from Broom, <laughs> it was, it was awful. But yeah. the first one from Smith, now. I, I didn't quite catch it on the replay. I think though that Lee Burge got hand to that and tipped it onto the post. The shot that came across from Smith. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. Um, I I haven't I'll have to see it yeah. again, to be totally
2: honest. I was more focused on the second one yeah. when he'd when he'd <laughs> literally come out and he'd hit the post from that. I mean, the only I mean, I thought that was the worst miss I've ever seen today, but then Lyle Taylor for Forrest has just Missed an absolute sitter as well, so um, it was it was a very very good chance but if Birch has got his hand to it, then that's his second big save of the mm-hmm. game because his first one, as Mike's just touched upon, that was an outstanding save because so that stuck with deflection as well. Yeah. And for it to get, we we always go on about Birch that sometimes he doesn't get enough onto his onto his palms and he palms them out, but that one palmed onto the top of the bar, a tremendous save, and that that really did it could have turned the tide for Burton because um, it was just after the first half and. That could have been um, you know, a little bit nervy for us where it really shouldn't have been.
1: It was a bit nervy, a bit shaky start to the second half overall, I think, by the defence, but we've got to keep in mind that they were a makeshift defence. And actually I thought they grew in mm-hmm. stature as the half went on. And then it comes to seventy-five minutes. We were coming back into it or get getting ourselves, I think, on top. Charlie White hit the post on, on seventy-two after a, a nice run from Jordan Jones. And again, it was Jones who set up White on seventy-five for another goal for Charlie White. Mike, we, could, we just can't stop scoring at the minute. That's eighteen in the league. <laughs> I can't believe that.
0: Like, still can't. Every week he scores, I'm still like, <laughs> is he on that many goals? But it was actually really good play from Jordan Jones in the build-up. I thought he was quite impressive when he came on. He was showed what he showed the couple, last couple of weeks, being very direct. Great pass for White, and he just slots it in as he is doing every week now. It, it, it's just unbelievable and the more, more he does it the better the better for us obviously but I think his overall game was quite impressive um we'll probably get into it in the ratings but he, I think as a target man he did a really good job he held up the ball well kind of knock on headers for um the, the wingers coming in so I think you know we were saying the last couple of weeks Wyke's getting the goals but maybe his performances aren't as good but I think his performance are really good as well as the the, the goals he's getting mm-hmm. so um it was a good afternoon for Charlie Wyke again
1: it really was. I'm going to round off this with some three-word reviews, looking at the ones that we've had coming on Twitter since the final whistle. Once again, I'm not going to read Gavs because it's the same as it was last week. And if anyone wants to read it, it's the first one underneath the, uh, our regular tweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross Hall says, feed the goat. Uh, 1973 Mackham says, nice one, Kirill. And um, Neil Macbeth replies to that with nice one son. (laughs) Uh, Sanderson is class, says Kyle L. Mark Triggs calls it a perfect away performance. Got even Lloyd saying championship football pending. Is that, let's run on that one, shall we? Is that where you see us heading now? Are are we we really building up that head of steam that's going to get us there?
2: You know what? I don't want to get too carried away because obviously it's 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 something at the minute, and we've got we've got such a tough you know we've got a tough run of fixtures coming up. Mm. We've got Fleet One on Tuesday, which. It's another bogey side, you know. We need to be putting them away, but you know, listen, we're we're in form. We're in the playoffs now. Let's let's just stick stick to where we are with the playoffs. You know, we're eight points behind Paper and Lincoln. That's going to be hard overall. You know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not well, I don't want to really put a downer on on like you know everyone's what's happened this week. I really don't want to put a downer on, but it would take a big effort. You know, listen, we've got the squad to do it. You know, it's it's got shown today. You know, Jordan Jones coming off the bench to you know being one of our better players, mm-hmm. and we've got the squad to do that and this place to come back to come in who would be who would fit right in so you know what we need to we need to keep it up but it's not out it's not out the question whereas three or four weeks ago look look from where we've come from shrewsbury away which was what two weeks ago mm-hmm. to now talking about possible you know automatics we've just got to keep going keep doing what we're doing and you never know
1: yeah mike uh, you are you similarly kind of yeah. cautiously
0: optimistic I'm going to continue what I said last week it's all about about consistency we need to really build again (laughs) Mm -hmm. get these win after win and obviously the confidence will grow you can see even from uh, in the last week the confidence in this squad has grown immensely like in the last few results so if we keep this going as I said, the 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 league is quite weak. If we can get a, a bit of run, you never know. But yeah, I mean, remains to be seen, but take it a, take a game by game. I sound like a professional footballer now saying this, but
2: <laughs> it's all you can yeah. do, really. And if- that's, that's spot on that, Mike, though. It is. Just take one game yeah, at a time. let not
1: look too far ahead. Let's just take one it's game. certainly there
0: to be done, like, you know.
1: It is. I mean, honestly, it's going to be such a scrap. I think the current kind of top seven yeah. are going to be are going to be in the mix for the whole time. Maybe see Ackerton drop away. You never know. I mean, they, they build a new squad every year and they do it really well. So yeah. let's move into the player ratings official, shall we? And I'll do the traditional thing of the horse taking the goalkeeper, Lee Burge. I mean, I thought didn't have much to do in the first half other than that comfortable save. The great save on 49, I think was a moment in the match that probably sealed the result. If he did get that touched on at the post, I would I would up my rating from a seven to an eight. So I'm going to call it a seven and a half because I thought he had a really decent game. I think it was only one bit of poor distribution. Mike, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to give you uh, Conor McLaughlin.
0: Yeah, like I suppose first half, a lot of the baller, Jan, was going the opposite wing to him down voken's side. But I mean, he did nothing wrong. It was a really solid performance. Mm. Second half, he put in some really good challenges. Um, he's kind of a player that I suppose goes under the radar a little bit, but I think he's, kind of, he's a steady Eddie. He's, he's improving game by game.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't put a foot wrong and I gave him a seven for today. Yeah, I, I gave him absolutely the, the same rating. Now Ant, I'm going to allow you to uh, wax lyrical about Dion Sanderson.
2: Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you know what? One of our one of the standout performers for us today, mm-hmm. you know. I've gone an eight, could have gone higher though. You know, I thought just for a young lad to marshal a defence that had Luke who who's whatever he is, centre midfielder, centre half right back, left back, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, but he, he kept Luke to his position very well, you know. I thought he helped Vulkins out once or twice very well as well. And obviously Vulkins would have been coming in a little bit nervous, but you saw his performance was a lot better. Listen, Sanderson's just Sanderson's a level above yeah. League One. Yeah. We're lucky to have him. Why he hasn't played more often this season, I really don't know. Because every time he plays, he plays well. And I thought the day was probably performance beyond his years. And for now, in the future, it will be who is partnering Deion Sanderson at centre-half for me. He was absolutely fantastic. Didn't put a foot wrong. And um, yeah, I gave him an eight, but he nearly got a nine. He was very close to
1: getting a nine. Yeah, he's got eight and a half for me. And and you've matched up with Jimmy on the website with, with an eight as well. So, Mike... Um, Luke 09 Yeah he's becoming Mr. Versatile now
0: isn't he He had a really good start today I thought he was aggressive very enthusiastic maybe a bit too enthusiastic at times obviously he got the yellow card he he tends Mm. to jump into challenges and um, whereas maybe sometimes he could be better just standing off and, and not he doesn't have to win every single ball do you know but uh really comfortable grew as the game went on and you started seeing the second half that he was bringing the ball out of defense well at times and winning headers against strikers bigger than themselves so i mean this man can do no
1: wrong for me at the moment so i have an eight out of ten from. him that's a, a very fair rating i think jimmy's gone for seven out of ten i went for seven and a half so that's probably about an average yeah Another great, adaptable, versatile performance from Lugo9. I'll come back to myself for on Vorkins. I thought hmm. it was a strange performance, I think. He had one good ball in the box on 48. He did a couple of interesting runs for, but overall, I think he was it was right for him to be taken off on 65, and I've given him a 6. Mike, Grant Ledbetter.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously great finish for the goal. Um, I thought he had a really good game. I think the, the pace of the game maybe suited him today, you know. The way Burton played, they weren't, um, I suppose they weren't really a running team in terms of, you know, counter-press. I thought mm-hmm. um it suited him. He could, it was more comfortable on the ball, time on the ball to to spray the ball around. Uh, I thought it was a solid performance and he should be, should be proud of the week he's had. So a, a good seven for him.
1: Yeah, um I think I think seven is absolutely the right score. to what I've given him. We've got we've both gone one one higher than than Jimmy on that one. Um I'm gonna give you max power. And again, a, an opportunity to wax lyrical, I would say. Yeah, it's a, it's another
2: eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was absolutely, I he was absolutely superb mm-hmm. today, Max. Um, you know what? I, I remember a couple of weeks ago being on this pub with Mike, and I set up a firm at right back. I've completely mm-hmm. changed my mind. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was great. You know, him and Grant, like I said early on, very very quickly won the midfield battle. But I thought he. Absolutely orchestrated the midfield today. You know, plenty of plenty of forward passes, plenty of, you know, looking to bring in our wingers all the time, looking to bring Wigan to bring White into mm-hmm. the play, broke up the play tremendously well, never let their midfield get on top. You know what? This was the max power we thought we were signing. When he first came, he was like this, you know, and I think he's got his more back, which can only be good for us. And you know what? As well, he is a leader on the pitch. You know, yeah. absolutely fantastic performance again, and I've given him an eight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've gone eight and a half. I thought he absolutely bossed everything. And like you say, his leadership, I think, give him that extra Mm. half mark for me. Jimmy's gone with a seven. You know, we can argue that one on Twitter with him. I'm going to take Lyndon Gooch, uh, who I thought was the standout player of Sunderland's team today. Right from the start, three minutes, he was having a shot. Doing really well early in the game, getting some good crosses across. Got great ball in Aidan McGeady, great ball for Aidan O'Brien. Scored the goal on 31 with a lovely finish. Managed to pick up a yellow card, but who didn't? Um, and then in the second <laughs> half, again just excellent play. You know, cutting, running into the box, tormenting the 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 backs, and yeah, and and then you know just to cap it off, showed great versatility, moving. Back once the substitutions have been made, moved out onto the left wing back position. Thought he was absolutely fantastic, and I've given him a nine. Maybe, I don't know. Do you think that's generous, lads?
0: No, I haven't managed the match Yeah, He was really, really good today.
1: No, yeah, yeah. I know. I've got, I've got him nine. Right, whose turn is it? Mike, you're going to take in McGeady here.
0: McGeady, yeah. Uh, great assist, obviously, early on for the game. I thought he controlled the game really well. Mm-hmm. You know, he was kind of doing one twos. He was roaming around the pitch. He kind of didn't really stay in his position, but I mean, what an asset he's become this season uh, since since Lee Johnson's coming in. He's in serious form and he could be the difference between us staying in League 1 or getting promoted to the Championship. I thought it was another, another great performance. Probably not as good as the Doncaster one, obviously, but that'd be hard to beat. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. A good performance, very creative and... Uh, and informed McGeady is absolutely vital for us. Uh, I gave him a seven as well today.
1: Yeah, that's it. matched up with what I've given him and with what Jimmy's given him on the website. I I just thought he faded in the second half because at halftime yeah. I had him as an eight. Charlie Wyke then Ant. oh well, you know I can't say anything bad about Charlie at the minute. You know Mike brought up a
2: great point before. A lot of time this season we've said all oh, Wake's done is score a goal, but the performance mm-hmm. hasn't been there. Whereas today, and I even think this is probably going back to the Ipswich away game, where his performances are matching up to him getting goals because he's just he's causing so much hassle for. The centre centre backs and no the, the centre half's don't know what to do with him at the minute. He's he's ball player. I do think a, a couple of times in the second half where he tries to hit that one touch and he can't do it, can he? You know, but mm. he, he always has to get it away the first time. But he's finished for the goal. I mean, to come across a goalkeeper ah, that, that's a hard finish yeah. that. And that's that's a that's a striker with confidence that everything he touches at the minute's going in, and that's just it's coming to show that because that was a very, very difficult finish and it, it, it was a great finish, great goal. I want to give him an eight, but I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an eight. I'm, to, I'm talking about seven, half, and eight, <laughs> but being, me being, I don't like half marks. I've given him an eight again.
1: Well, I, I think he's well worth it. Yeah, well worth an eight mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I mean, it was between a, a seven and an eight, wasn't it? I think Jimmy's given him a seven. I'm going to take Aidan O'Brien. I think his best performance in the Sunderland shirt so far, I thought, is all round play. Both, you know, he cleared the ball out of defence, he was back, he was given some great cover, uh, great clearing headers. Worked really neatly on the ball up the wings, drew the foul for, for the first goal, moved up front once White had come off, showed versatility. Yeah, I've given I've given him 8 out of 10, uh, which is one mark higher than Jimmy has. I'm going to argue with him on Twitter, definitely. So um, <laughs> I'll quickly run through the subs. The, we had three subs came on at 65 minutes. That was uh, Josh Scowan, Carl Winchester and Jordan Jones lot of change in positions as a result of that. I've given Scowen a six. I thought he was a little bit wasteful uh, on a couple of occasions, but generally did all right. I thought um, Winchester came on and actually played really well. Some really nice play on 72 to, to set up... Um, the the move that uh, Charlie White hit the post from. And again, Jordan Jones was involved in that move as well. He came on and looked really bright, switching from, from left to right and picked up the assist for White's goal on 75 because of his movement. That goal was all about his movement. And I've given him an eight as a great performance for, for a second half substitute. Diamond and Maguire came on later in the game. I don't think it's fair to really rate them, although credit Maguire. Uh, getting this shot off on uh, 91 minutes and, and forcing a really good save from the keeper. So when it only comes to the man of the match, I think uh, we've all kind of hinted what, who we're going to go for. Mike, uh, are you are you going to go for Lyndon Gooch? I am indeed.
0: Best performance from what I've seen from him this season. Probably something we need to see more of. I think he's been quite inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But today he was. He started off, as he said, really brightly. Uh, absolutely gave his earl on the left back a, a roasting today. And he obviously had a fantastic finish at the end of the first half. He He's so good when he uses his pace and he's direct. I think when he starts to try to come inside and he loses what what he's good at as a game. So I think he needs to obviously keep it up. This is what we need to see from Lyndon Gooch from now to the end of the season. Um, like McGeady, he could be a serious asset for us if he
2: stays in form. So yeah, he's my man of the match today. Brilliant. And Ant, any any different? Yeah. I can't say any more than what Mike's just said for Lyndon Gooch, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great to see him back to form. You know you know what, I know my dad listens to this and my dad really, really does not like Lyndon Gooch <laughs> very much, so this one's for
1: you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, just as a counterpoint to that, my my son, Tom, loves Lyndon Gooch. This time last year, he was a mascot at the Stadium of Light and was led out onto the pitch by Lyndon Gooch and he still talks about it now. So, yeah, um, brilliant performance and great to see him. Great to see him back in form. Um, have we got a rating for the manager,
0: Mike? I I have a nine out of ten written down here. I said the formation he had really worked today. I mean it was kind of ballsy move uh, to change it up, especially after how, how good the formation worked against Doncaster. I thought it was impressive that he put in into centre half. I know he he kind of had to do it, but mm-hmm. O'Neill was so good in midfield last week with and I thought it was I thought it was a shoe in to see those two lads back there. Really seen starting to see what he wants from the team. The pressing high up. Mm-hmm. Um I someone mentioned the points in the WhatsApp group, which is is impressive um the fitness is quite impressive. I think we're we're um we're yes. probably fitter than we were. We always seem to say that when a new manager comes in, but I actually mm-hmm. it actually it is noticeable. And the team selection was perfect. Uh nine out of ten, and I have written here, keep it up with an exclamation mark, like a teacher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what have you put?
2: Yeah, I've got him as a nine as well. Um yeah, I think after the week that we've had for him to look at that and play this side was a very brave call. Mm-hmm. So I think he knew he knew it was going to get, I mean, I know he's not really bothered about it, but it it got quite a lot of backlash on Twitter and, and on our WhatsApp group. It got a lot of backlash from me because I was not happy at all. However, you know, it's been completely proved, right? You know, the the two in midfield won the midfield battle brilliantly well. Um, You know, our wide men were superb. Uh, the The defence was superb. He made the subs at the right time. You know, he brought young Jones on and Jones comes on and tears their right back to shreds. You know, it's an all-around very good team performance, but also a very good managerial managerial performance from Lee Johnson. You know what? This last week, he's got it spot on, hasn't he? Yeah, he's so got a nine out of ten good. for me. He's
1: got it so spot on for me that I give give him the full ten. I, th- Ooh, I, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think in terms of tactical flexibility, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, we had Phil Parkinson playing the same system every game for mm-hmm. a year and a bit, and it was you dead right, yeah. dire. In this game, we played three different formations and the players Mm. knew what they had to do and the the players moved between the the positions. They're all interchangeable, basically, in the the forward line and even in the back line, to be honest. Mm. Absolutely brilliantly drilled. I can't fault him. I think every decision he made prior to and during that game was spot on. And so I couldn't even knock a mark off him. I thought it was close. You've
2: just got to look at it as well, Rich. I mean, like when uh, Phil Parkinson got sacked, um, you know his assistant took over, and we played Burton at home, mm-hmm. and we scuppered to a draw. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, you fast you fast forward what, what three, four months of what Lee Johnson's been in, and now you know, obviously, he's had these you know setbacks. You know, the Shrewsbury game, you know, Plymouth at home, where we've had when we haven't been good enough. But you you know, you come to this one there, and it's just roles reversed. It's just we look at a completely different side now. Now what he's done is is bring the likes of. Aidan McGeady back in, you know, who's been a, the difference maker. He's got mm-hmm. the best out of Charlie Wyke. He's getting the best out of Max Power, Lyndon Gooch, you know, and he's got these subs who he can bring on when it's not working. Who can come on and change the game? You know, you look at Maguire on Tuesday night against Lincoln. Maguire came on and changed the game. Jones has done the same today when Burton were looking as if they were going to press us for a for a goal or two. Mm-hmm. He brings Jones on and all of a sudden we we win 3-0 and we, we could, it could have been more because Maguire's forced a very good save from their goalkeeper so for him to do that and look and do that where Parkinson couldn't Parkinson couldn't do a plan B you know even Jack Ross going back to Jack Ross he couldn't Mm -hmm. do a plan B Lee Johnson has got a plan A, a plan B and a plan C. So, you know, fair play to him. You know, I'm really really happy with with his performance so far, you know, and hopefully this could be the start of something that, you know, I really want to say, I really want to be on the bandwagon is what our our lad on, was before do us. on the Twitter. Do to us. Say. <laughs> I really want to say, you know, we can get promoted, but you know, play like that every week. Yeah. Play like how we did last week against Doncaster, blow teams away. We will go up and it's that's credit to Lee Johnson to be honest. Cuz so never thought this would be possible watching us in games, you know, where we've been mm. drawing at home to the likes of Burton and getting beat off Wigan, you know. We need to be kind of thinking, you know, you know we're better than these. And that's what we did today. We just went out and thought, you yeah, we're better than these. Yeah. And yeah. we beat
1: Yeah.
0: There's a freedom to how we're playing now. I think this way you wouldn't have seen under Parkinson. The likes of McGeady, you know, O'Brien, Wyke, they don't look nervous. Like, there was no any prescriptive way of playing under Parkinson, as you were saying, Ant.
1: Mm. But
0: now they're allowed to kind of just express themselves. And the, and you see the yeah. likes of Wyke especially has, has really benefited from that.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a fantastic week. I don't think we can uh, complain one little bit from a from a four one win against a promotion rival, getting through to the final of, of the AFL trophy, and then really commanding, domineering um three 0 away victory against an improving Burton team. Perfect week, really. Oh yeah, and we've got a new owner as well. So um <laughs> so yeah, thanks for your time this afternoon, lads. Uh, enjoy the evening. Enjoy That lovely feeling that we all have on a Saturday night when we've got another three points on the board. Please do like and subscribe to the podcast, everyone out there listening. And, yeah, cheers. Thanks a lot.